Welcome to Freewheeling. Um, today's mini pod is a conversation that I had at the finish of yesterday's stage, stage six, with um, former pro, uh, the Cyclist Alliance founder, um, motorbike extraordinaire, Iris yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Schlafendel, who I'm sure most people will be familiar with. Um, Iris chatted about what it means to be at the Tour de France Femme. Um, obviously, she had, you know, a long career and retired before this could, before she could race it, and um, was has been instrumental really in kind of advocating for f- women cycling and for growing the sport. So she gave me her thoughts on that. We talked about what it's like to be on the back of a motorbike at this race, um, what kind of vantage point that gives her, and uh, whether or not she prefers that to being in the peloton and we talked about her thoughts on the way that women's cycling is going and what's needed to grow it further she also gave me her prediction for who she thinks is going to win this race so listen all the way to the end to find out iris's hot tip i'm sort of impressed you managed to get a chat with her after the finish because every day we've seen her at the finish she looked very frazzled and like she just had a a very big day on the motorbike was she happy to spend some time having a chat to you she actually called me over for a chat i mean not on the record chat obviously she's just like hey me and then um yeah she's always she's always good for that because i think she knows the importance of the media and growing the sport so i think you know she's kind of aware of that and and she's just happy to to support free women and support any women cycling content i think so yeah she's a good one she's great Right, let's start. I've been. What does it mean to be at the Tour de France Fan? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not with the easy question. Day six. <laughs> um, by now, it feels normal. <laughs> no, no. I think uh, yeah, it's 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 really nice. I think it's yeah, it's actually almost bigger than I expected. I don't know what I expected. Maybe I didn't think about it too much before, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, in the crowds every day, I think that's for me the biggest surprise. It's every day, so many people along the course, and uh, yeah, that's really cool. And I think that's gonna do a lot for women cycling, the viewing figures and the people along the course. Yeah, and obviously, like it's been such a long time in the making, and like yeah. starting with La Course back in 2014. You, when you were a rider, and yeah, so. true, yeah, no, and, and I think it's a little bit something that the riders really fought for, fought for. They've been fighting for this themselves. That's what I'm trying to say, um, because they are the ones who, you know, have have done amazing racing, like super interesting racing over the last few years. They all been asking for more visibility, uh, more professional races, races that are on the highest level. And I think that's what we're seeing here right now. So, yeah, I have to say, like, we, there's, of course, like, it's great that we have uh, companies like Swift who are invested. We had the uh, Latour and Che a few years ago. We have the Cyclist Alliance, which I think has been a huge catalyst for change. 
Uh, we have the ASO, of course, who steps up, but we've also other race organizers like Flanders Classics who've been really important. But I think mainly it's it's the riders, it's the level of the riders, it's what they show every race year after year, and and that's gonna like yeah pay out here this week. And and yeah, it's amazing for them. I feel really happy for them that they are uh, yeah that they can race at. The, like in I would say almost in this show with this public and this visibility yeah yeah definitely I mean there's been a lot of talk about you know obviously now we've got Tour de France Femme Pyro Bay Femme and all of that and about kind of women's racing not necessarily following the playbook of men's racing exactly what do you think about that well I I that's really my standpoint like personally I think we should not copy men's cycling into women's cycling um, but it's hard to deny that you know, the, the Tour de France Femme of X-Wift can be such a, yeah, it, I mean, it, it can push for change so much faster than, than everything there's been before. So I think in that way, it's really important. But I, I also think it's only the beginning. It's, it's not, we're not there yet. And it's not, for me, the Tour de France Femme of X-Wift is not the holy grail of cycling. It's, it's an amazing race where the world finally gets to see how cool women cycling is. And um, yeah, let's continue in, in making more of these races like this and especially showing, well, because there are a lot of really cool races already. So showing that and keep telling the stories of the, the riders in this peloton. But yeah, no, I, I don't think we should copy men's cycling into women's cycling, but we, we can take some good points out of men's cycling and, and use that in women's cycling. But no, I think it has to develop as a sport on its own. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what do you think would be like the biggest, like what would you like to see next in women's cycling to grow it? Well, I think we really have to focus on the development of the sport. So the past few years, especially from the side of race organizers and UCI, all the focus has been on the world tour, uh, which is great. Like we have a minimum salary, we have maternity leave, the teams are stepping up, uh, we have some great racing, but we really need to think about like the full picture and the development is super important, therefore. And uh, I think we're losing that a little bit out of sight. Uh, even here in the Tour de France, uh, there are 10 continental teams racing with very limited resources, with uh, I think around 40% of those riders not having any salary or very small salary. So um, yeah, I mean, we have to think about their race calendar their trajectory to that world tour uh, on the we have to look to a u23 category uh, even the juniors and how to bring more diversity into the sport yeah and uh, so you're here on the back of the motorbike following the race do you prefer that or would you like to be in the peloton <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually haven't thought about being in a peloton that much, but uh, no, I, I definitely uh, really enjoy being on the back of the bike and um, yeah, being able to see the race from from so close is really cool and, and I, I mean it's also like a cool experience, like it's so much adrenaline on the bike and the gravel stage, the descending every time, it, it, it's really fun. Uh, and it's and it's also yeah cool to learn something completely new, and it's also really nice actually that uh, something I really enjoy is to see so many of my former like colleagues here around working in media, working as sport directors, uh, like all kinds of things. That that's that's something I really enjoy. So it's nice to see the riders, but it's also nice to see uh, them again. But no, I don't really feel like 
it's sad to miss out on <laughs> racing myself. Yeah, no, fair enough. I don't blame you for that, especially after the stages like yesterday with crashes. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and how are you feeling about going up the planche de Belfield on the back of the bike? Well, I think actually we're not allowed to go to go up the last oh, part okay. because it's so steep. Um, so maybe I maybe I have to jump off the motor <laughs> on the bottom of the gravel section and run my way up uh, with the microphone. But uh, no, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to that stage and and also. Uh, the, the stage of Saturday, I think it's going to be uh, really, really great just to hit the mountains and, and see that from up close. And yeah, so yeah. And w- on that note, what do you think about the course for this race? Do you think it should be a bit harder or a bit longer, or do you think it's about right for where the first one is right now? Well, I think it's it's yeah, I think it's about right. I think it's kind of nice because it's only eight days that there is not like crazy transfers in between, which you would have had if you would go all around France, for example. Um, I always believe it's the riders who make it really hard and they've done this week so it, yeah I, I think it's been actually quite of quite really interesting uh, stages not super predictable uh, and I think it's also nice that the, uh, the mountain stages are at the end it would have been cool if there would have been maybe a super short prologue or a individual time trial on day five or six but um, otherwise I think it's uh, it's a really well-balanced, uh, um, uh, yeah, course for, for this week, yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot now. Who do you think is going to win the race? Annemiek van Vleuten, yeah. I, that was my pick from the beginning and I'll stick with it. Nice, okay. <laughs> Thanks.